And now it's time for part two of In the Moment. And now it's time for In the Moment shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you're probably even closer than you think. Yo, shout out to Key Will, voice of In the Moment. We're praying for him. If you listen to In The Moment, please put your prayers in the air for my dude, Key Will, who was not able to make the Thanksgiving trip to Brazil for us to see Argentina play versus Brazil. Uh, I went out there to watch the game to see Messi, and everybody thought it was going to get messy because I had on a Messi jersey, mm-hmm. and they don't do it, don't do it. And I realized that they were all just scared, and you should do what you want to do and live your life to the fullest. But only if you're 6'4". That's also true, and if you have a boxing resume, and if you like that, and a bunch of other things, but mm-hmm. that's not here nor there. What is here is um, our guy, Key, could not come along the trip because his back went out. Mm-hmm. His sciatica really started acting up, and he literally couldn't walk. He was in a bed, I think, for two or three days. Uh, the night before, he was moving chairs and doing a lot of things he shouldn't have been doing while he was DJing a wedding because he was going above and beyond what they asked him to do because that's who he is, and we mm-hmm. love him for that. Mm-hmm. But then he was down bad, Katie. He didn't even make the trip because his back went out. And I feel bad for my dude. He's okay now. He's doing a lot better now. But he didn't make the trip. Key back went out. Mm. And he didn't have a backup plan. What? Katie, he said he called you. You didn't call him back. What? No, he didn't. No, no, but it's just... Oh, I was about to say... I was trying to find another way to throw a back (laughs) joke in there. (laughs) If it happened again, it would have been back to back, Katie. What? (laughs) You could have said something about him not being a holla back girl because he ain't holla back to his girl in Brazil. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you could have done Get something like that. <laughs> the water is nice. Wait, you think she gonna call him back? <laughs> she ain't no holla back girl. No, I bet you she got a backup plan. Hey. Hey, I know Key listening like, hey, y'all just get back to it. <laughs> All right. Nah, we joking. That's my dude. I always got his back. <laughs> Even if it's broke. Who's next? Dolly Parton was at the Dallas Cowboys halftime game for Thanksgiving where we smoked the commanders and made them fire their coach. Round of applause for Dolly Parton. You fired their coach? Yeah, we bust that ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't think that. I thought the Panthers was the only one that lost the coach. No, nope, wasn't you? only the Panthers. <laughs> yep, we've commanded them to get a new coach after the <laughs> ass whooping that we put on them. And then Dolly came out at halftime and said, pardon us, but hold this ass whooping. That happened. How That's is Coach? Story. Coach is, um, let's just say he's uh, <laughs> he's down bad with Keon is. <laughs> Let's just say that Keon has company. Oh, snap. What'd you think about Dolly out there at halftime at her age, still out here letting it do what it do? I was shocked because at my age, I'm not doing all that. I'm not wearing the outfit that she wore. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-mm. She living. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see it, a legend was, up there. It was a great show. Yeah. Like performance. She ain't moved too much. No. She got that Mariah Carey stage presence. Yep, but it makes but sense her age. Absolutely. Mariah, Mariah's younger. So. She looked great. Mm-hmm. I don't have a bad thing to say about Dolly. I want her to come out there every halftime. Now, at this point, the way the Cowboys look, had Dak Prescott out there eating turkeys before the game ended and all that. Mm. Now, here's the real question. Okay. Can she get it? Who? I ain't stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, because i seen some tweets. Katie, they out there ready to give it to Dolly. To Dolly? <laughs> yeah. What? You trying to move or not? You need a Dolly or not? What's up? I'm not working nine to five for no? that. No? No. You ain't giving it to Dolly? No. What about um, Martha you, Stewart? No. No? No, no. Martha is a hell no. 
Wait, you give it to Dolly first. Yes. You ain't see Martha butt naked under the under there. <laughs> no, and I don't want to. No. No. <laughs> Dolly can get it before Martha. <laughs> Dolly can a hundred percent get it before Martha. Wait, who's the oldest woman you have a crush on? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Oh, who snap. See who you who? Come on now. Huh. Stop playing. The oldest woman. Yep. That I have a crush. Or at least that you would, you know. That you would cross off her Christmas wish list. Come on now, stop playing. We got to pull up, pull up older uh, celebrity women for me, me to see. make sure I'm going through my whole list. Holly Berry is 57 years old. Yeah, that's not old. No, that's not old. Um, because Dolly's like what in her 70s. We need to go that old. 70s. See, yeah. Pull it up. Diane Keaton. No, no, Diane Keaton. No. I don't know about 70s, Kevin. Gladys Knight. No. All right, go. Let's go to sixties because Angela Jane Fonda. No. 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 Let's go to sixties because Angela Bassett's in her sixties. Oh, Angela Bassett. That's the answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could have stopped this a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> that's it. Angela, just say Angela Bassett. Okay, Angela Bassett. All right, we're both done here. <laughs> right, moving on. Who's next? Uh, Mama knows has something to say. Sure did. And before I hand this over to Katie, I would just like to say that when I did hear um, people saying that Beyonce looked like a Kardashian at, what was this party? It was her Renaissance premiere for her movie. Because Renaissance, the concert, will be in theaters, so she did a premiere. So people were saying that Beyonce, because of her skin complexion, the dress, the lighting, the hair, the so forth and so on, that she looked like a Kardashian. And I knew it made me uncomfortable. I'll be completely honest. It did make me uncomfortable to hear people saying that, but I wasn't exactly sure why. I, I didn't know what to say when it came up because I didn't know what I was reaching for. You know how you know you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but you process Something's it. not right about Something this. is wrong, and I can't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. And then when I heard... What Mama Knows said, and then what you came on air today and said, y'all took the words right out of my mouth. So take it from here, Katie. So basically, to summarize what Tina Knowles said on behalf of Beyonce, um, for those who don't know, Beyonce at her Renaissance premiere, she showed up in a silver dress, and this is the first time we've ever seen Beyonce in a platinum wig. She right. switched it up. She's typically a gold blonde. Okay, like, that's that, always been her hairstyle. Why is that considered platinum? Because it's like blonde, really, right? But that's considered platinum? You see, like, the lightness of it compared to her regular blonde? Like, her blonde is a gold blonde. That's what I'm saying. In this in this outfit that she did, it's considered platinum because... Look, right there? Uh-huh. That's not a regular natural blonde. Like, no oh. no natural blonde looks like that. A natural blonde looks that like... That would be like natural blonde. Yes. And then that's considered platinum. Yes. Got it. Okay. Even It's just a lighter blonde. But Got yeah, it. It, they just call it platinum. Got it. And so the dress with the platinum hair and then also the lighting because everything is Renaissance themed. So everything looks like a freaking disco ball, right? Mm-hmm. People were making comments about her skin complexion. Making it seem like, well, why does Beyonce, why is she trying to lighten her skin? Why is blah, 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 all these other things. And people were actually being stupid because if you take into account the factor of how I looked at the picture, lighting can be an effect. And then the platinum hair is making her lighter. All that can be a play as to why she looks lighter than what she already is, even though her complexion is lighter. Right. But her mom went on basically defending her melanin. Like, you're going to come after my daughter because you think she's bleached her skin? Like, why would she do that? There's no reason to do that. 
y'all are all stupid. She called them bozos, clowns, and idiots. Right. And Tina Knowles does not say anything. She doesn't. And I love when she had that sauce of mama on it, too, because I love when the mama let y'all know you're not about to play with what they brought into this world. I mm-hmm. love that. I'm here for that person. She put she put a paragraph. Yeah, she did. On top of a paragraph. I got time today. Mm-hmm. I got time. And I get it because when I heard the Kardashian reference, it was, it's not about people thinking that Beyonce, like, lightened her skin tone. It's about that Kardashians, who are actually not black, have always tried to look black in the image of a black woman by getting the BBLs, by getting the lip fillers, by doing everything, by the tanning. The browning of the skin. The browning of the skin to Some people look, would argue the hairstyles. I don't mm-hmm. go that far, but yeah, they say that. Mm-hmm. To look more like a melanated woman. So when you say that Beyonce looks like a Kardashian, aren't you really saying that Beyonce looks like a melanated woman like she should? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to talk about and make a comparison to the people who try to look like us? Completely agree. And try to look like her. And that's what I was upset with. And I'm like... If people actually look at other pictures of Beyonce when she has her other hair color, she's the same complexion. Yeah. She's always been a lighter complexion black woman. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's that simple. I, I personally just thought B was going up there showing y'all how to fuck up her next statue. Oh, yeah, because the Wax Museum can never get it right. They get it wrong every single time. So mm-hmm. I felt like B went up there and was like, here's how you mess up the next one. That's what I thought she was going for. Mm-hmm. But you were absolutely right on a big show, smoked it, nailed it, and I was like, damn, sometime you really do need a woman in your life to come out and say, this is how you feel, baby. And I sat back and said, go get him. <laughs> I knew I felt something, but like, I couldn't put it in the words. People that's are comparing her to a person that tried to look like her. Like, yep, what? Absolutely. Make it make sense. 100%. Who's next? So, I wanted to shout out a listener who sent me an email. Okay. And this is an email that I got earlier this week um, coming off of vacation. This email, when I tell you, uh, it's been a minute since I've had an email that made my day, mm-hmm. especially from a listener. Mm-hmm. But um, what is her name? I do not know. Anywho. Take your time. <laughs> the email reads, as I sit here doing this damn laundry, I have in the moment episode 184 going in the background. And y'all start talking about some comment made on Reddit calling you a bitch. I'm sure you know this already, but girl... You actually are the definition of a bitch. Holy shit. All right, let's talk. I like this energy. And I was like, hold the fuck up, right? As a Yeah. I'm the definition of a bitch. A beautiful, intelligent, talented, charming. I I said too much. Go ahead. I was kind of on. I was kind of on. Let me enlighten you. Uh Enlighten you real quick. Beautiful, intelligent, talented, (laughs) (laughs) charming, hell of a motherfucking woman. Flaunt it, baby. Love you. Yes! And that is the email I received, and I wanted to shout out that listener. Shout out to that, too. Thank you so much for sending that. And shout out to whoever called you a bitch, because how that feel? I don't know. Nah, for real, that they called you that. They complimented you, too. They didn't even realize they was complimenting that's true, you. That's true, that's true. I feel me? about that. I want to punch them in their face, but no, no. Nah, <laughs> we can't. We can't both be that person. No, we can't. We can't. No. We can't. We can't. But nah, nah, yeah. this email, when she said it, yeah, I am the definition of a bitch. That's awesome. How'd that make you feel? Um, wonderful, actually. Like, yeah. I, I was smiling ear to ear as I read the email, and I went down the list, and I'm like... Nothing about you is a, the way she tried to... Go ahead. Yeah, I, I know, I mean, come on, man. Stop with this To hate. know that there is a listener out there who actually, like, supports me, because yeah. I never really think about that, 
um, until I get messages from certain listeners that are saying, hey, Katie, I like the segment that you did or, hey, Katie, I appreciate this or, hey, Katie, what happened to that one segment where you was talking about being bent over by a horse? I was trying to find it. It made me laugh. Like, you know, like <laughs> little things like that. I really yes. got that DM two days ago. Yes, so, <laughs> yes, yes. It's love. little things like that that I, I appreciate that. And it just reminds me of why we do what we it's do. why we do what we do. That's exactly what I was going to say. And shout out to her for filling in the H because I stumbled at the H. You saw me. Oh, yeah, I did. I got the beautiful, intelligent, talented, charming. But you had it. I was like, oh, he, he read the email too? No, you know he I joke a lot. It. You know I was going to say ho. <laughs> you know I was going to rap it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I say, Mo, this is not the time. Stop being a comedian. <laughs> I do have a problem with kissing people and running away. <laughs> I was kidding. Every H.O. I said, How? I said, housewife. I said, wait. <laughs> I didn't know how to finish. <laughs> Handsome doesn't work. <laughs> I don't like clothes. <laughs> she said, hell of a. Hell I love her. <laughs> Yes. yes. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. All right, y'all. Let's get down to business. T.I. somehow, some way, <laughs> will never not be entertaining. <laughs> like, why is he? Wait. He don't, he don't even mean to be. Quick timeout. Yeah. Why is T.I. starting to look like Keith Lee? <laughs> he kind of does, right? Because he's, no. he's growing locks right now. That's, that's a random Don't do thought. this. Don't do <laughs> this. Wait, no, they're going to start going around the world together, right? They should. Because T.I. Um, can eat. And he... <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo, my man Tip is going through it, man. And if you are not familiar with what happened, um, there was a Falcons game over the weekend. Ludacris was there. Ludacris was... Um, Climbing down from, well, I don't know. Be from the on. roof of Mercedes Benz Stadium what? What? in a harness. <laughs> this must be the. Oh no! Lights out! couldn't control him. He's in the stands, elbowing people. Move, bitch. <laughs> I'm trying to find a 50. And, and, and T.I. is upstairs choking his son. You know, if that's not the most Atlanta thing ever. <laughs> Welcome to Atlanta where the play is played. <laughs> and this type of shit be going on like every day. <laughs> Yo. Meanwhile, Keith Lee is in Houston having a time of his life. <laughs> Nothing on Atlanta. <laughs> Y'all threatened his life. That boy went to Houston. He ain't even check in with Jay Prince. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Eddie, this might be our last episode. They welcomed him with open arms. Oh, wow. Right? <laughs> Here we are, still in Atlanta, doing Atlanta things. Jay Prince line is going to go over a lot. <laughs> if you know, you know. Right. I don't bother everybody. <laughs> hey. Something's not right, man. Why? Now, I will say this. Um, T.I. had an altercation with his son. In the suite, right? Mm-hmm. And it ended up with him having to yoke his son up a little bit. And here are the sounds of the event. Y'all know me. You know I stand on business. You know I stand on business. Why you even let somebody play with me like that? Why you let somebody play with me like that? Why you let him play with me like that? Why you let him play with me like that? 
No, ain't no joking. You are embarrassing yourself. You are embarrassing yourself. You are embarrassing yourself. But you can't do nothing with me. Now, I never want to play with somebody's family drama. Stop laughing because I'm serious. Okay. Yeah. This isn't tiny. It's a big deal. (laughs) Stop laughing. Stop. Don't laugh. Don't you you do it. I didn't laugh, though. Don't you do it. Now, I will never go into anyone's home and make fun of their family drama. But I genuinely, it's just me, I don't think this is a big deal. No, it's not. I don't. I really don't. I, I hate that it happened in public, and I hate that now I feel like platforms have to talk about it because it happened in public. But I am only here to say every single individual that I personally know, especially as a man, had a point in life when he challenged his dad and he fucked around and found out. That's, That's, that is all that happened, yes. in my humble opinion. We've all done it. I have done it. I'll never forget the day my pop gave my chest in, and I knew from that day on he was never going to be my enemy again. Mm-hmm. That guy is on my team, yep. and I thank God for it. Yep. And that's it for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometime in every household, that moment has to happen. That's how I feel. It, exactly. And the only thing that was different in this situation was it was public. So there was two different versions of the clip that were were released. Right. It was the main one where it was him talking about, why would you let me, why would you let people play with me like that? And he's talking to his mom and stuff and he's going back and forth and just arguing. Then that clip was like, what, less than a minute long. Right. Yep. I watched the full video of how this all started and they were just basically joking with him about how he's never really had to worry about a, a roach crawling on his face at night. Facts though. Like, he was like, you never had to. That's what got him so mad? Yes. He's like, no, no, no. I lived in the hood. I did it. Uh, I was like, bro, no, you didn't. You never had to worry about the stuff we had to worry about growing up, my guy. Yep. You and, you went, you chose to go to your grandma's. Like, he was making it. He's like, you chose to go to, go to your grandma's house when you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why you mm-hmm. may have been over there in a different neighborhood. But you always was in a gated community. And you know where this comes from, right? What? He's at that age. That's all it is. There's an age where you want to feel like you have to impress. Mm-hmm. Especially if you are in that industry. You're rapping, you're doing whatever you're doing. You want to sound like you come from the same struggle that you know your parents to have come from. Mm-hmm. You don't want to admit that you had it easier, but the truth is every generation, you should get it a little easier. You And he has had it a lot easier than T.I.'s had it, from what I can see and what from what I can assume. But he doesn't, he feels like at this point in his life, he feels like that makes him soft. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't want to admit that. So it's like, yeah, I might not have had a roach in my ear, but I'm like that. And the truth of the matter is you'll never have to be what your dad was or go through what your dad did because of what your dad has done, which is now you're disrespecting your dad when you pretend like that's not a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like Michael Irvin was just on ESPN, um, Hall of Fame football player, used to play for the Cowboys, that said he was listening to his son. And he's like, yo, bro, where's his raps coming from? Mm-hmm. You from a gated community. Mm-hmm. None of this is true. But a lot of kids, especially at his age, struggle with that. And I bring that up to ask you this. Forget that situation. That's T.I.'s personal family business. I ain't here for that. What I'm really here for is when you really get down to the nitty gritty of things, Katie, mm-hmm. when do we blame parents for things that younger kids do? And I asked this on the premise of you hear two things a lot, I feel like. You hear a lot of people say, I went crazy in college because my parents were strict. Mm-hmm. 
I hate hearing that. I'm not a fan of that. I hate hearing that. You went crazy in college because it was in you to go crazy in college. Exactly. That's on you. Yes. Take responsibility and yes. accountability for that That's shit. It. You didn't go crazy in college because you had good parents. I'm sorry. No. Because you had no. two parents that was nope. at home telling you nope. that this is that and that is this. Th- that makes zero sense to me. Nope. I know a lot of people who grew up to be very, very wise, intelligent people who didn't have parents at all. Mm-hmm. Or who maybe not had a dad in the mm-hmm. household to give them any guidance and they didn't go crazy. Mm-hmm. Or I, I like even the people who grew up in gated communities and then they go out here and become street guys. They do street guy stuff. Mm-hmm. That's on the parents? Mm-mm. At some point, don't we have to accept that your parents do the best that they can in the house and whatever you decide to leave the house and allow to influence you in the streets? Somewhere, some way, that was inside of you. Exactly. I always think that there is a percentage. I think there is a percentage of how you were raised that will reflect... the situation you get in, right? You're, you're a product of your environment. Mm-hmm. That I agree with. Yes. That certainly. I 100% believe that. But at the same time, when you reach the age in a, like a level of maturity, like I feel like when you go to college, you're old enough to know what's right and wrong. You're old enough to figure it out. I can say that I grew up in a very strict household. Mm-hmm. All the way up through high school, I can put... Three fingers up on one hand, right, of how many houses I was able to go spend the night at up until I was in high school. I was not allowed out the house to play in the street. ADT was a lockdown. If I tried to escape, I couldn't. There's sensors on the windows. I couldn't, like, do anything like that. And it's mm-hmm. not like I was in a prison. I wasn't in a prison. I just, <laughs> it's not like a normal house. <laughs> yeah. I just wasn't allowed to go out. And if my parents didn't know who... The parents of were of my friends. I couldn't hang out with them. There were certain things I just really was not allowed to do and live the life that a lot of teens probably did. I wasn't allowed to date even leading up to high school. My mom told me, I'll never forget this. Katie, if you have sex and get pregnant, I'm going to beat you in the street like you're a stranger who stole my child. Mm, I, I like, remember those conversations. I am, I am your child. Right. What you mean you're going to yeah. beat me like a yeah. stranger that stole was, your child? You couldn't play with certain people. So I was afraid to even have sex, right? right. So I went to college a straight up virgin because right. I was like, nope, I'm going to get beat like a sunshine. No facts. You know, it, yeah. was, it was things like that. Yeah. They had low jack on my phone. I lived the life of strict. So when I got to college, right? No, I didn't have a parent live in the same state with me by that time. I was on a campus by myself. I got to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. There was no one, no reins like, Katie, you can't go out at this time. You can't do it. I could have been buck wild. Yep. I could have had a couple of kids by now. Yep. The first thing on my mind was just, Katie, lose your virginity. That was it. Like everybody else's story. <laughs> that hadn't right? that lost it already. <laughs> that was the only, everything else. I, I went to class like I was supposed to, and I had fun. And I, I did have fun. Like, I did drink a little mm-hmm. bit, and I got introduced to liquor. I had never had liquor before, but I didn't go wild. I still kept my sense. I still didn't end up in jail, you know? It's in you. It's in you. And your parents also did a good enough job instilling the fear in you that would lead to those characteristics that were already in you, right? Mm -hmm. Because obviously everybody's situation is different. Mm -hmm. But my mom had me super young. My father wasn't around. There's many a years of my life where I was either outcasted or no one knew what to do with me, especially with the way my brain operated at a young age. I didn't go out here and have kids and decide to go to college and go crazy and do a lot of the things I saw my peers do because it wasn't in me, regardless of what, right? Like, we know, I know dudes that became full-blown street dudes, and their parents were there. They had great parents Mm -hmm. who did the best they could. 
And then I know dudes that really made something of themselves and they came from households where their parents were street people or drugged out. But they just decided that that wasn't going to define who they were as a person. I get that it does have an influence on your life. I'm never running from that. The kind of parents you have will certainly Mm -hmm. influence and impact your life. But to me, there also comes a point in time when you get to be an adult and what you choose to do and not do. At some point, some of that, if not all of that, is just in you. You could have done better if you wanted to. I've done well beyond what my environment told me to do Mm -hmm. and what my parents told me to do and what my peers did. It wasn't because I just had better parenting. I had better ideas for my life, and I wanted more for myself. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Well, I feel like sometimes we blame parents for just a little too much. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Stay tuned for another episode of In the Moment with your host Mo and co-host Katie.